A school district is asking parents to house the teachers who can't afford rent. A Miss England finalist becomes the first in a pageant's history to compete without makeup. And white privilege cards lead to a high school student's walkout. These are the weird stories for Thursday on Weird AF News, the only daily weird news podcast hosted by a comedian. I have three weird news segments from all over the land. That's right, all over this wide land of weirdness. I'm bringing it to you. A school district asks parents of students to allow the teachers to rent rooms from them. School's no longer out for the summer, guys, and some teachers in a California school district are struggling to find affordable housing for themselves. Yeah, rents in California are pretty damn high, especially in cities like Los Angeles and San Francisco. As a solution, a school district has asked parents to let the teachers move in, move right into their homes. Uh, the media reports how the Milpitas Unified School District, which is located in the San Francisco Bay Area, lost about 10 teachers last school year because they couldn't afford the rent in the area. Potential new employees, too, were driven away by the large dollar signs as well. Here's a quote from uh, School District Superintendent Cheryl Jordan. Well, we've lost out on some employees that we tried to recruit because once they see how much it costs to live over here, they just determine it's not possible. Now, in order to retain their staff, the school district sent out an email to the parents. This is how they decided to solve the problem. They sent an email to parents asking them to fill out a form that would allow for them to rent out their homes to teachers. The form asks for things such as a basic contact information plus the number of rooms that would be available to the teachers uh, as well as the monthly rental cost. This is so sad. This is so it's just so sad that we pay our teachers nothing. I mean, <laughs> we could solve all these problems if we paid teachers. We could solve the rent problem that we're having. We could solve the issue of attracting teachers to your area. And we could solve the problem of dumbasses as teachers and principals. There's a lot of dumbasses that are teaching our, your children in public schools. Principals as well. I just covered a story where the principal allowed 100 kids to be baptized without their parents' per permission. This is what happens when you don't pay people. You get morons. You pay bananas, you get monkeys, as they say. <laughs> so just pay your teachers, man. Come on! It's like such a difficult job, man. To pay teachers. Ridiculous. Now, the city in this story is Milpitas, which coincidentally is a city I just visited two weeks ago. Uh, I did a show at a winery, and it did seem like it was an affluent community. Uh, according to the information from that school district, a teacher's annual salary can go as low as 68000 in an area where the average monthly rent is $3,554, <laughs> meaning almost two-thirds of teachers' salaries would go towards rent each year, not including, of course, other necessities, such as food and commuting costs and energy costs, which are also rising. According to a spokesperson in the school district, they've received about 50 responses so far from parents that are offering some space in their home for the teachers to live just teachers are crashing on couches now and sleeping in garages. This is what it's come down to. You could sleep in the hammock behind our house. 
How sad. I like that the parents are stepping up, though, to help the situation. What we really need is fundraisers for teachers at this point, you know? I see a lot of fundraisers out there for stupid stuff that doesn't deserve funding. A lot of scientific studies, like, I don't know, let's figure out what kind of music a squid likes. You know, that money's wasted. Give it to the teachers, man. So we can avoid a situation where someone's teacher is sleeping in their basement. That's a little weird. <laughs> Imagine having your teacher living in the home with you and <laughs> riding to school with you and your mom. You can't skimp out on your homework if your teacher's right next to you at the dinner table. Now, can you? A beauty pageant finalist is the first to compete without makeup. A Miss England finalist has become the first ever beauty queen to compete without wearing any makeup in the pageant's nearly century-long history. What is the name of this daring beauty pageant competitor? Melissa Ralph is 20 years old. She's a college student from South London. She moved forward at the pageant's semifinals after opting for a bare-faced look without makeup. She went makeup list. That's um, pretty risky in a beauty contest, I'd imagine. She's going to compete in the finals this October for the crown. Will she go without makeup in the finals as well? Let's find out. Melissa told the media, It means a lot to me as I feel many women of different ages wear makeup because they feel pressured to do so. If one is happy in their own skin, we should not be made to cover up our face with makeup. It's my opinion. Our flaws make us who we are, and that's what makes every individual unique. Oh, I like this beauty pageant contestant. She's like a philosopher, man. She's like Socrates or Alan Watts. She said that though she started wearing makeup at a young age, she decided to eschew this tradition for this particular pageant. I never felt... I met beauty standards, to be honest. I have recently accepted that I am beautiful in my own skin, and that's why I decided to compete without any makeup whatsoever. I am embracing myself with all my imperfections and all my blemishes. According to the beauty pageant organizers, Melissa plans to go barefaced again in the national finals. Wow. Here's a quote from the woman who runs the show. We wish her the best of luck in Miss England. It's a very brave thing to do when everyone else is wearing makeup, but Melissa is sending out an important message to young women everywhere, all over the world. She's very brave. I agree. I think Melissa is an extremely brave woman for doing this. I mean, we're not... It's within context, all right? We're not talking about a San Francisco teacher sleeping in an attic kind of brave, but... Brave nonetheless, because there's so much social pressure for young women to look a certain way. And the standards of beauty, especially for a contest, are pretty high. Uh, I'm looking at a photo of her standing with a lot of the other contestants, though, and she's she just blends in with the rest. I mean, she's just as beautiful as the others without makeup. You can't really notice, in my opinion, that she's not even really wearing the makeup. So um, I think she's got a shot at winning the whole thing, is what I'm saying, without the makeup. She looks great. And I don't know the other aspects of the beauty pageant. I know some of them have uh, certain like segments where they highlight the contestants' talents and intelligence and personality and all that. And so there are other factors other than your face, in other words. I am a big supporter of the no-makeup look, personally. 
I want to see how you look all natural with all your blemishes. I want to see who you are. All right? I don't want to hang out with you during the night. And then in the morning, it's somebody different. I'm like, who is this? I want to know. (laughs) So I'm a fan of that. Not a fan of body hair, really. I got to admit, it's just a thing. Just not a... I like grooming. I even groom myself. Yeah. Have you seen the videos of my hairless, smooth chest? I have the chest of a 15-year-old Asian boy. Have you seen it? It's (laughs) hairless and tight. (laughs) All right. I think I'm sharing too much per usual. White privilege cards lead to students staging a walkout. We have students at the Charles Page High School. They've returned for the school year. They were greeted by a number of other students that were handing out white privilege cards in the hallways to other students, according to the media. Uh, Some students were, of course, fed up with this, and they hosted a walkout in protest of what they're calling racism. These white privilege cards I've never heard of, but they're sold on Amazon, apparently. They were seen nationally, and uh, this is the first time they were spotted locally at this school in Oklahoma. The cards read, White privilege trumps everything. Member since birth, good through death. Cardholder, scot-free. Many students were shocked to see these cards on campus when they returned to school. One particular student named Fabian said he was handed one of these white privilege cards and called a racial slur at the same time. (laughs) Not okay. This particular school district has a history of racism, apparently. Parents previously complained about racism within the Sand Springs School District. This time, the students had enough. They staged a walkout, and Superintendent Durkee said the students involved in the privilege card would be reprimanded, but wouldn't specify what that punishment would entail. To be honest, punishing the students may not do any good, it says in this article. The problem is at home. The article goes on to claim that Trump-supporting parents are raising their children in hateful households, then sending them off to school with classmates they were taught to disrespect. This is kind of a generalization. You can't make these sorts of sweeping generalizations. I don't believe that a lot of Trump-supporting parents are raising children in hateful households. I would say some, but it goes beyond Trump supporters. It's a bigger problem than this. Does racism begin at home? In many cases, I would say yes. Um, Your parents sort of download their own software onto you at a young age before you're aware of how the world really works. And so, you know, you might get downloaded some racism, unfortunately. And in places like Oklahoma, yeah, it might be more common than in other places. And what's sad is school is a place for the children to open up and be exposed to other ethnicities and you know, genders, sexual orientations, et cetera, et cetera. Just people from all walks of life, especially public school, you get to first experience that. Public school was great for me uh, in being exposed to other ethnicities. I grew up around a lot of black people because my mother's best friend was a black woman, and I hung out with her family quite a bit. But I didn't meet a Jewish person until I went to public school, and I became very close with with a, a kid named Glenn who was into the same stuff as me. And for children, I think this is a great aspect of being 
a child, you will gravitate towards other children based on their interior qualities rather than their exterior qualities in many cases. You'll hang out with kids who like to play the same sports as you or video games or they're friendly and fun and funny. And like their ethnicity or what they look like might be like a secondary quality that you don't even really take into consideration when it comes to judging them. You know, and I think that's healthier. Of course, of course. I mean, I say all this to say that uh, what a waste of an opportunity for these young children to get to know other ethnicities without some sort of pre-label that was handed down to them from their family. Um, But again, we're dealing with schools in the U.S., which is just, you know, it seems to be a cauldron of danger and disinformation and, in the end, anxiety, um, another argument for homeschooling. But then again, as I've said many times on this show, I am not a parent, so I would leave it to the parents to judge. Call the show 646-450-2012. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Ah, thank you, my loyal listeners, for joining me for another episode of Weird AF News. I appreciate your time. I got some phone calls the last couple days. I'm going to publish after this outro if you'd like to stick around for them. I left the phone number if you'd like to call and give your opinion or point of view on any of the stuff I talked about today. Or if you just want to say what's up, say what's up. It's all good. Tomorrow's Friday. You know the deal. On Friday, we only do weird news from Florida, everyone. If you're new to the show, it's Florida Fridays. So feel free to send me those weird Florida stories from this past week. My email is funnyjones at gmail.com. You can tweet them at me, at funnyjones as well, or drop them into my Instagram DMs, guys. If you want to slide a Florida story into my DMs, I'm not against it. It's at funnyjones. You know it. I also want to give some love right now to Lori Langella, who joined the Patreon last night, or this morning, rather. A big shout out to Lori for showing some mad support, yo. It's mad support from Lori Langella. Lori, thank you for your mad support of Weird AF News by joining the Patreon. Basically buying me a cup of coffee a month, so I appreciate you keeping me highly caffeinated, Lori. Thank you for that. If you guys would like to support the show like Lori by joining the Patreon, go to patreon.com slash weirdafnews or weirdafnews.com. Click on the Patreon banner or download the Patreon app on your smartphone and do a search for Weird AF News. I put quite a bit of content into the Patreon this week, as I typically do. Weird stuff that I've come across that doesn't quite fit onto the podcast. Also, in addition, follow-up stories. Uh, stories that I've done already on the podcast. Some of them have some follow-ups, and so I'll put that in there as well. And just some personal stuff that I'm into goes into the Patreon. So if you'd like to get a more, a little bit more of Jonesy or a little bit more weird stuff, join the Patreon. Uh, 
If you can't afford to support the show like that, I understand it. I realize what's going on financially in the world right now. I'm just as scared as you guys. (laughs) I'm just as frightened as you for the future. Uh, If that's the case, feel free to support the show by just spreading the word. That's so helpful. Spreading the word of Weird AF News, suggesting it to friends or family while you're at a barbecue over the weekend. Whether you're sober or not, just, you know, tell a friend. Appreciate that. And I appreciate you guys. We'll see you tomorrow. Hey, Jonesy, it's Michael calling from Iowa City, just calling to wish you a happy Labor Day and hoping that you're surviving the hot temperatures out there in Southern California, Um, enjoying a a nice, cool day here in Iowa City. It's 76 degrees for the high temperature, and the low temps are about 60, where about five to eight degrees cooler than usual for this time of year. It's been like that for the past, oh, almost week. And uh, it's predicted to be like that for the next week. And really not sure why it's so cool here in the Midwest. But uh, well, well, other than having uh, winds from the north cooling us down. But uh, I guess you guys are just having really extremely warm temperatures out there that have just settled on you and just are stuck there. I don't know uh, how you're managing, but I hope you're doing well. I hear the reports that are asking you guys to lower your air conditioning to 78 degrees and to keep it at that between like 4 and 9 p.m. I hope you're surviving there in the closet. Hopefully you'll come out of the closet during the daytime and keep yourself cooled down during the daytime. Hopefully you're in a box fan or some sort of fan to keep it cool out in your rest of your apartment during the daytime. If you do that, in addition to keeping the air conditioning turned down, I know it'll keep you cooler to have a fan blowing on you. If you run around the house and you're with your shirt off off, and you're running around in some shorts, it should keep you pretty cool. But hopefully you'll find some activities to to cool you off during these days. If you just keep hopping in the shower or mist yourself with some water and then keep in front of that box fan, that'll keep you cool. That's how my grandparents used to do it back in the old days. They said they would take their sheets and dip them in water, then wring them out. And that's how they would sleep at night, is sleep under a cool, wet sheet and then turn the fan on themselves while they were in bed. And the fan would evaporate water off the sheets while they were sleeping. And uh, it's amazing how they would be so innovative with things. And uh, so i just calling to hope you're keeping cool and maintaining your temperatures out there and hoping that you'll avoid uh, blackouts or brownouts at least. So just calling to check on you and hoping you have a good weekend. All right, man. Take it.